Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is your host, Christian Nossum of the Awesome Nossum Group at Wilson Realty. And today's episode is one of my favorites. It's also one of our most popular, and it is the 2022 Seattle Area Real Estate Predictions episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be going over <laughs> some national real estate predictions. Then we're going to go into the local Seattle area market predictions for 2022. Uh, we'll talk about home prices, supply, interest rates, and so on. So um, we're also going to go over and revisit our predictions from last year to see how close we were, which is always fun. But before we get into that, let me introduce the team. As always, my co-hosts are awesome. They are, the, they are the fellow real estate agents here at the Awesome and Awesome Group. First up, we have the data guru himself, Mr. Jason Saldariaga. Hello, you. <laughs> what about us? <laughs> just him, just him. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, we have Les Cutting, the dog whisperer. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Hello. <laughs> we have Reed Watson. The fellow Seattle native. That's me. And we have a new new name to the crew. Melanie Gadami with Mel G. Mel G. Hey, how's it going? Uh, thank you for joining us on your first podcast. You've been on the team now for a few weeks, but we just yeah. haven't had you on the podcast because we just wanted to, you know, let you ease in a little bit more. But Mel has a few years of real estate experience behind her. Um, so we are very, very, very thankful to have her on our team because it's, it's a big exciting. improvement. So uh, first off, let's, uh, let's talk about some national stuff. What's going on out there? So the National Association of Realtors says the median home sales price is expected to rise by 5.7% in 2022. Sounds Pretty good. Yeah. Fortune.com listed an array of predictions in a recent article. So they had a whole bunch of predictions coming from different places. And those ranged from about 2.9% from Realtor.com to 11% from Zillow. Um, I personally wouldn't trust Zillow's home price <laughs> predictions that much, given how uh, their whole buying scheme went yeah. this year. But um between 2.9 and 11. Uh, and this is still, we're talking national, right? We're talking national, absolutely. Okay. So that's a close range. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Zillow might be an outlier there, um, mm -hmm. just to guess. <laughs> I'm predicting 68%. Let's just like uh, have, you know, yeah. so from 2.9% to 68. <laughs> um, Someone's going to be right. Some You're bound to be. Mm -hmm. um, as we talked about in our last episode, the year in review, the CoreLogic Home Price Insight Report showed home prices increased nationwide by 18% from October 2020 to October 2021. So the consensus among experts is that home prices will continue to rise, but not quite at the rate that they did in 2021. In the year in review episode, I also referenced a New York Times article that reported the, reported the supply drop to its lowest level recorded ever in history uh, in 2021, which was down 23% year over year. We also talked about a lot of factors that go into that statistic, but it's no secret to anyone that's been paying attention to the market that demand was high and supply was low in 2021. 
This will continue to be the case in 2022, unfortunately. So start planning those strategy sessions with us so we can get you into a house. With that being said, Realtor.com predicts the national inventory will increase a bit in 2022, saying that the number of homes for sale is expected to go up by 0.3%. Wow. Wow. 0.3%. Wow. That's, yeah. Okay. So they're going to be flat. Thank you, Realtor.com, that $10 million study they paid for. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, that's a huge thing is we really need to figure out this inventory issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It definitely is an don't, issue. Don't get me started. You could sell your house, Jason. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk interest rates, which is a big topic. In 2021, mortgage rates hit a record low of 2.65%. And inflation was the highest it's been in four decades, which is wild. The Fed recently announced that it plans to raise short-term interest rates three times in 2022. Three times. Three times. So mortgage rates aren't tied directly to the Fed fund rate, but they do tend to increase at the same time. So they're they're correlated. Expert predictions differ on how much mortgage interest rates will most likely continue to rise. But the bottom for 2022 is buyers will have access to comparatively low rates. We are starting the year at around 3%, and economists are predicting we will end up between 36 and 4%. Yeah, and if you take a step back and look at where those rates, 3.6 and 4%, like the predicted rates at the end of the year, what those look like in the grand scheme of things, those are still really low, um, just not as low as we've seen in the last couple of years, which have been historically low. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, if you look, uh, you know, the 80s, we had 18%. It was, uh, man. It was insane. Ooh. Yeah. Good old days in my in my <laughs> back day. in my day. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I do want to mention really quick. So real estate can be something that kind of hedges against inflation when inflation is high, like it is currently. Real estate um, can make that work in your favor, especially if you can buy a rental property. Now might be a good time to to jump on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. As the value of property goes up due to inflation, landlords, potentially you, listener, you can charge more for rent. So owning real estate, it's just a, a surefire way to hedge against inflation. You see a lot of people with significant assets um, allocating a lot towards real estate recently with low interest rates and incre- increasing inflation. Yep, and they're they're taking out loans for that real estate. They're not paying cash necessarily. Um, a lot of times they're using those loans, and as inflation increases, the loans they're staying the same. If it's a thirty-year fixed loan or a fifteen-year fixed rate, um, it's a exactly it's a great way to. Uh, it's it's also kind of what the government does. They have inflation sometimes work against them or for them, I should say, because they are decreasing how much they owe. 
in all their loans that they have. Let's move into the local Seattle area market. What are the experts, quote unquote, and the media saying about what to expect in the Seattle area real estate market in 2022? Well, there's always a limited supply of homes in Seattle because we are on an... If Smith's Peninsula. Well <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Jason, but he didn't jump in. Jason, the geography or geology major? Geography. Geography, geography. major. Always reminds us that we are on an isthmus, a body, a piece of land surrounded on two sides by a body of water. So it's hard to expand and get that sprawl like they might have in Austin or Phoenix. Yes, I am directly quoting Jason if you are a regular listener of the podcast. <laughs> And on top of that, people are continually relocating to Seattle a lot of the time for work. So at the same time, more people are working remotely, despite relocating here as well. Uh, they're no longer commuting and they're looking for more space at a better price, maybe more outdoor space as well. So they're moving to the suburbs and that trend is definitely predicted to continue in 2022. Inventory in the city and the suburbs is going to continue to be low for the foreseeable future, and the market is just predicted to remain very competitive. Seattle has a track record for being one of the nation's best long-term real estate markets for investment, and with the market as it is, it just seems like that's going to continue to be the case, which is good news for those who own homes in the Seattle area and means a good time to buy if you haven't already. Yep. And if you want to figure out how to be competitive in this competitive market and get your offer accepted, you need to Strategy attend session. one of our classes or just come to one of our classes, beersandhomebind.com. That's beer as in the drink, beers with an S and homebind.com. <laughs> We're going to keep up with the shameless plugs throughout this whole episode. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but to piggyback off of what Reed said, when you look at the Seattle area uh, over the last five years, Seattle has consistently outpaced the nation's home prices. From June 2016 to 2021, the national median home price went up 44.9% and homes in the Seattle area appreciated 68.8%. So over the last five years, Seattle home prices increased almost 25% more than national average. That includes King County, Pierce County, and Snohomish counties. Wow. Yeah. In terms of population changes, we've definitely seen some interesting trends. And being kind of at the beginning of a decade, we have a lot of data that is uh, pretty accurate because stuff like the census is uh, more recent than if it was mid decade. Since 2010, the population of Seattle has grown by, I mean, up to 21% by some calculations, especially if you include 2021. This is kind of crazy. And you can add me to the mix. I moved here in 2010. 21% growth makes Seattle one of the fastest growing major cities in the US. The few that are bigger um, in terms of that growth would be Orlando and the Texas Triangle my hometown of Austin being one of those. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that will continue, especially looking at what Tesla's doing down there. You know, looking back, the pandemic has affected so much and real estate is just no different. Pandemic impacted mortgage rates, market dynamics as a whole, where people were buying, our day-to-day -day job, commute, this all relates. And so... It's interesting seeing this more recent impact of the pandemic. If you take a step back and look at longer term trends, though, Seattle has been pretty phenomenal for 
a long time. We weathered the last recession really incredibly well, the 2008 Great Recession. And um, we've seen just year over year growth in terms of population and home price appreciation. And there's no, it's very unlikely um, that Seattle is going to cool off anytime soon. Um, and if you look at the, what the experts are saying, they're pretty much in agreement with that. Yep. Experts are not predicting a record-breaking year like we saw in 2021. But they agree that home values will continue to consistently increase for both in the city and the suburbs. For the Seattle-Tacoma-Bellevue metro area, Zillow is predicting, once again, Zillow is predicting 14.7 <laughs> appreciation by November 2022. According to Realtor.com predictions, home prices in the city of Seattle will, will increase by 7.5% in 2022, putting us in the top 10 cities for home value appreciation, which is wild and incredible. Mm -hmm. And kind of where we've been for the last yeah. few years, right there in the top 10, if not number one, two, or three, we're, we're right up there in that top 10. So mm -hmm. going to continue that for a, another year, most likely. Right. Another trend that seems to be continuing into 2022 is the rise in the construction of ADUs slash DADUs. So we've talked about these a lot on this podcast. So if you don't know what a DADU is, definitely check out DADU Issues, one of our first episodes. One of my favorite titles still ever. Well done, Jason. A, an ADU is an accessory dwelling unit or a DADU, a detached accessory dwelling unit. So a DADU is similar to like a backyard cottage. That's how most people think of them or call them. And an ADU is kind of like, uh, some call them a mother-in-law apartment or like, you know, a small apartment within your home. So that trend is continuing to increase where we're having more and more of those built. A November Realtor Magazine article lists Seattle as one of the top cities where ADUs are rising in popularity. And it's easy to see why people are building attached or detached units. For one thing, it, it can increase the home value by up to 35%. That's what's happening on a lot of these, or in a lot of these cities. Um, this study on Realtor, or, yeah, Realtor Magazine actually went through and looked at everything. Um, Portland, LA, and Seattle were some of the top ADU or DADU uh, markets for value appreciation. Uh, secondly, if the dwelling is rented out, it creates another source of income. That's what house hacking is. If you want to know more about that, we have a whole another episode about that. And finally, it makes the property more desirable when it comes time to sell because you have multiple ways that you can use that property. Just because you have an ADU or another you know, apartment within your home doesn't mean that you have to use it as that. It could just be a second kitchen um, and you still have that guest room or bathroom or whatever else would be in there that you could use if you didn't want to use it as an apartment. If you wanted to see what was kind of being built in Seattle, a, a great website that you can always check out to look at building permits is called seattleinprogress.com. Uh, we've actually had back in our old Seattle real estate radio days, we interviewed the owner of that and uh, it's a pretty cool website. So you can actually just hover over any map icon and see what the actual permits are, what they're actually applying for, what they applied for, not just 
applying, but also applied and got either denied or approved. Um, and this helps you really get an idea of what is being built in the city or in your neighborhood. Uh, this is only Seattle specific. So if you're outside the city, you can't really do much on there. But I was looking at it recently and it is, you know, you start hovering over some of these icons and seeing what people are applying for. And single family homes with an ADU and a DADU on one single family home lot is a pretty popular construction permit right now in the city, which is very, very interesting. Um, one thing about this, again, we've talked about this a lot, but you are able to potentially sell each of those units off. So you don't have to rent them, which is also pretty interesting. All right, so let's get into my favorite part of the show, the Awesome Awesome Group predictions for the Seattle area real estate market for 2022. And before we do that, let's look back at last year. So if you go back, we have this podcast still posted. Feel free to listen to it if you're interested. Mm -hmm. um, we all, like we will in a bit, predict what home prices will do for the following 12 months. And last year we said we expected 2021 prices to increase in the following ways, uh, amounts. I said, Jason, me, I predicted seven and a half percent. Les said 8% and Christian said 9%. We were all a bit low, but if you uh, look at certain areas of Seattle, I think Seattle proper, especially downtown Seattle, we were very spot on. Mm -hmm. um, Case Schiller, which is a home price index, and it's more about home price versus sales price. That increased about 22% year over year for Seattle. We yeah. had kind of incredible appreciation. I don't think anybody was predicting it that high. If I recall, I didn't listen to it that recently, but I think there were a few predictions at like 12 to 15%, a few experts. But mm -hmm. I don't recall 22. I don't think anyone was like expecting that. what it did. Yeah. But and if I'm be, wrong, let us know. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty hard for someone to say, I think 22%. That'd just be like, what? You're crazy. And then it actually happened. But exactly. I highly and, doubt anyone said that. And I think uh, something to keep in mind, if, if y'all, the listeners, go on Google and look into this, there is a difference between sales price and home price, right? So sales price, if you look at that data, that can be impacted or that is based directly on what the market is actively selling. Um, and so, for example, if inflation is going up, interest rates are historically low, you might see a lot of people with a lot of assets purchase certain types of property that might end up skewing the results to higher end properties or lower end if they were as a whole investing in you know one bedroom units of some sort. Whereas an index like Case Schiller tries to normalize the data to give a broader picture of what prices as a whole, not the market dynamics in terms of sales, just what home prices as a whole in the area are doing. Well, let's get to it. First, before I do, I'm going to revisit what Mel said earlier. Realtor.com predicted a 7.5% appreciation in Seattle in 2022. Zillow, everyone's favorite and most accurate of all time, uh, predictor of <laughs> values has the Seattle Tacoma Bellevue metro area at 14.7% increase by November 2022. So, team, what are you guys each saying? I'm going to name you off one at a time. You just spout out your number. You don't have to ex explain it all. 
Just what are you saying? So we'll start with the numbers guy, Jason. What do you think? Well, accounting for inflation is going to make this hard. So we're not going to account. I feel like I'm going to learn from last year and I'm going to regret doing this. Let's, I'm going to say 12%. 22% from Jason. 12. No. <laughs> Watch it be 22%. 12% from Jason. All right. That was much higher than I expected you to say, but good to know. Uh, Les, what do you think? I'm going to go with the healthy 11.5%. Wow. Okay. Price is right rules. 12.01%, Bob. Mm -hmm. Mel, what do you think? I'm going to go for, I think I'm going to do 12 as well. Wow. Everyone's betting on this market still. Reed, what do you think? 10%. Ooh. All right. Well, I guess I'm the last one. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you guys were all going to go slightly lower than that. So this is really surprising to me. I'm going to stick with the same thing I said last year. I'm going to stick with 9%. I believe it probably is going to go more than that, but I want to be right. So I'm going to go lower than everyone else. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see. I'm, I, just so any listeners out there, I truly believe this market will go and I put my money where, where my mouth is and I bought more than one home this last year. So in the Seattle area. So I fully believe it will continue to appreciate. All right. What do you guys think the hottest or most competitive part of the Seattle metro area is going to be in 2022? We'll go in the same order. Jason? I think the trends will continue. We uh, see across the board the market doing well, whether that be condos in the heart of downtown and uh, estates out in the peripheral. But um, I think we will see most cost uh, price appreciation occurring on the peripheral areas mm. can my... you be more specific <laughs> so you want a specific uh well, yeah more than peripheral yeah that i could think, be like yeah. anything it would i'm gonna hedge my bets around where light rail is really popping up so Smart. um linwood and uh even that we might see tacoma kind of uh catch up a bit like they did in um what was it 2000 2020 yep okay uh, Les, I believe you were next. I'm going to go ahead and say Black Diamond, Maple Valley area. Ooh. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. You're probably right. That's I think a you're... good, it's a super good guess. Yeah. yeah. I think you're going to win. All right. Mel, what do you think? I'm going to stick with the, the, the East side. So I'm going to continue to see Redmond, Bellevue, Kirkland. Mm -hmm. Just grow and appreciate. Yeah. Okay. Reed, what do you think? Oh, it's tough. Jason kind of already went for the whole light rail area here um mm -hmm. i mean that's a totally solid bet we've absolutely. been preaching that for a while i'm so. gonna say i i mean similar to what les said but yeah areas like we saw kent appreciate hugely last year newcastle uh parts of issaquah i'm gonna go for some of those areas all right those very good guesses as well None of us know anything, so we're all just going off of our educated guesses here. <laughs> yep. What am I going to say? Jeez. I honestly don't have a plan here. I'm just going to go with my gut. Um, so North Seattle in general is always competitive and popular. The issue is prices are already so high, it's hard for them to go up that much more. But I'm going to stick with the North Seattle area just because that's my... Uh, where I was born and where I live. So I'm going to nice. stick there and hope that's where my investments continue to increase. So uh, I'm also going to add in North Beacon Hill because I love that area. And I think that'll also just continue. Oh, um, yeah. 
because it's just such a good central location. You got the light rail there. You're close to I-5 and I-90. I'm a little surprised no one said West Seattle. Jeez, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the bridge still doesn't work. <laughs> Once that bridge opens up, though, uh, I do see and predict, and I don't know about you guys, but I think that West Seattle area is going to become hot yet again. Yeah. So 2022 might be a good time to start investing there while the market is down a little still. Just as a uh, heads up, try and get there before everyone else wants to get there. And the, Well, the other thing is they're having a lot of design discussions around what the light rail route will be mm-hmm. so for west seattle and ballard so um yep pay attention that, yeah that is a you know we had these discussions for the north link and whatnot what 2010 2012 that era that mm-hmm. period yep and uh you saw a lot of uh price fluctuations because of those discussions people kind of jumped early because they saw where things were headed Mm-hmm. It made a good decision there. Yep, definitely. All right. Well, I think you guys did a great job. Well done. If we had an applause button, I'd be pushing it right now, but we don't. If you want to understand what happened in 2021, just listen back one episode and look at our year in review so you can better understand what happened, which kind of goes hand in hand which with what we just spoke about today, which is what we think is going to happen in 2022. So thank you again for joining us on this episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. Like we said earlier, if you are at all thinking about buying, heading to our free, no pressure, one hour long home buyer class called beersandhomebuying.com. They are in person and virtual. Again, totally free, only an hour. There's zero pressure. If it's in person, there is uh, definitely drinks available. Um, And if they're virtual, you have to provide your own. Sorry about that, but how it is. (laughs) So if you ever want to reach out, you can always schedule a free strategy session with us. This is just where we answer your questions one-on-one, totally private. Again, there's no cost. There's no pressure. We don't make anyone sign a contract to work with us until they decide they want to. So, and as a buyer, we don't actually make you sign a contract, only sellers. So we are really, we try to make it uh, as easy and simple to work with us as possible. So that's it for this episode. We'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Thanks, everybody. Bye.